This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Thank you for listening to this DuPont Media production, available on all major podcast platforms. This is Rod Peterson on demand. No! How did this fly get in? Somebody got a fly swatter? Yeehaw! Uh, the it was a shot of Prairie Jesus is really what it was. It was. You'd think we, we'd be getting used to it, but it would, we, we'd never get used to it. We'd never get tired of good things happen. This life doesn't get old. No! It was a nice little distraction from the real world, and here we are today for a coffee session. This is the Rod Peterson Show! Welcome, everybody. Welcome to the... Uh... Canada's daytime sports talk show, your favorite sports talk show. We are live coming to you from the sweatpants capital. And John Frenzy's with us. How are you, Frenzy? I'm doing great, Rob. Yeah, it's a great day out there, too. Going to be a super day. Probably the best day of the year. Yeah? What makes you say that? going to be hot. You talking about weather? Oh, yeah. Weather. I know. Everything's good. Everybody's in a good mood um, for the most part. Truth? Weather, if the weather's beautiful like this, everybody's in a good mood. Well, for the most part, uh, we do have a lot of uh, football to get to today because it is a thing that we call Football Friday, so hang on for that. We're excited. John Frenzy with us. Cleveland Browns, Green Bay Packers alum, Tory Gurley will be with us, our NFL insider. I've been waiting all week to get to these hot-button NFL issues, and Tory will get to the bottom of them with us later on. And the uh, color voice of the Edmonton football team, Dave Soupy Campbell, will be, uh, will be with us later on in hour two when he finishes up a Zoom meeting, he told Clark. So I'm looking forward to that. And also, from Kraft Hockeyville, the uh, Lumsden community trying to be the first Saskatchewan community to win. We've never, ever won. Glad to hear you say it. That's the way I feel. I, I, I don't, don't understand why. Well, I think they're against us. But, I mean, that's, <laughs> me, that's me talking. Well, I mean, look at those places that have won. It's our turn to win. We need to fix up that rank for $250,000 out in Lumsden. Good town, by the way, Lumsden. Wonderful great, town. Great sporting fans. Good hockey team. And they'll put a good rink together there, and they deserve that. I'm, I hope they get it. Don McLean talks about it, but he said, well, we'll be there. Yeah, but okay, it's our turn. They've been to Alberta. They've been to BC. They've been to New Westminster. Uh, they've been to uh, New Brunswick. It's our turn. Okay, so we've got, okay, well, the people from other provinces are chiming in, and that's totally fine. It is Canada's daytime sports talk show. My good friend Dan Crofts, Crofty writing in, Croft Electric. He's got the link in here, crafthockeyville.ca. Voting is now open. A vote for Lumsden is a vote for Saskatchewan. Help hockey here. He's That's out great. in that hey, community. Hey, so, that, eh? so the link is there. And I would just tell you, if you uh, for the viewers that are watching on television, if you can go to crafthockeyville.ca today, wherever you're watching from in North America or around the world, slip in a vote. And I'm just going to say for Saskatchewan because that's where, we're, that's where we're at, okay? And we've never, ever, ever won. So that's a big deal today. How is the winner chosen? By vote, John. That's why they're having a vote. Oh, that's, yeah. not, that's not too fair. So, anyways, let's get to the quick six show topics, please. He's saying it's not fair because we have the smallest population. That's what you're saying, right? Yeah. That's what you're saying. So, just think about that. So, here's there are some to- hockey items in my quick six show topics, but I'm starting with football. 
Here's my take. I've had 24 hours to think about what Dave Naylor tweeted yesterday that the CFL leaders are, and they're going through Dave, which is fine, saying our return to play subject to the government approval. Now, that is not cutting it for me, and I think it's unfair that they've got a foot in both pools, and John has a take on that. To me, this is where leadership comes from. This is what we're doing. This is how we're doing it, and we're going to play. And it's go back to what Larry Smith said last week on TSN 690 Montreal. It's everything that I've been saying for months, but Larry summed it up a lot better. It's an absolute must to play, or you're dead anyways. So what I'm saying is, John, let's go down swinging. Whether you're playing on a, in a bubble or playing on the moon, I can't believe they're trying to give themselves a little bit of wiggle room to get out. Now, that's very well put. That's beautiful. That's, be- that's exactly what it is. Yeah, what is your take on, on what I'm saying? We, if you're going to go down, go down swinging 100%. instead of whatever this is. 100% right what you're saying. And uh, Larry, Rob, Larry, not Larry, what's his Larry name? Wright. Uh, no, no, no. Hey, the guy, our, our commissioner, right? Randy Ambrose. Randy Ambrose. He's trying to build a cushion for himself, a safety cushion. If he can't do it, if nothing's going to happen, which I don't think it will, he'll say as a final resort, I'm going to get the. Uh, the XFL to join with you with the, with the rock with the rock and everybody it'll be sensational. That's the way I look at him. Um, otherwise, we're going to be fighting ourselves here. But I really do believe right now, if we can get these vaccinations vaccinations in there, we can like in Saskatchewan get fifty thousand people have been vaccinated. Sure to God, there'd be ten thousand fans of that football fans that would be willing to go to games. Eh? And as the vaccinations get more and more and more, it's safer to go out inside and live and breathe. They'll get more and more going to the park. That I think by the end of the year, it could be a very happy situation. We're getting crowds at twenty to 30,000 for our final two games and for the playoff game. Well, where I'm thinking, and, and uh, forgive me, I'm just retweeting the uh, Game Plus tweet promoting our show on Game Plus television across all 10 provinces and 31 states. Here's my thinking. I don't know what the numbers are. I'm seeing 2% of Canada's vaccinated fully. We need 70 to 90% to open state. Look, let's just assume it's not going to happen. Let's just assume that there's no crowds. This is my point. Tune into Cat Country 98 FM today because I, ha- I was fairly firm on this. I defended the CFL to everybody that said they're the only league not playing, which isn't really true. But they are a big league. And you've had over a year now. Uh, I saw Farhan Lalji of TSN was on radio in this market yesterday saying that they're no further ahead than they were 13 months ago. And I'm sorry, that is unacceptable. Not playing in 2021 is indefensible for anybody. I can't defend you guys anymore if you can't find a way to play. Now, there was news tweeted this morning by the account CFL on Reddit, who's a good, uh, what should I say? colleague of mine, associate, that there may be good news coming with regards to, I told him I wouldn't break, well, he's since deleted the tweet, but there may be an announcement coming. That's all I can say. There would be good news to play this year, but it's not coming out of the owner's pockets, John, and I guess that's what has me disappointed. Guys, are you big dogs or are you not big dogs? We're trying to treat this league with the reverence that it respects 107 years. I get what Calvin McCarty's saying, but Calvin, you're not a businessman. And that whole business, you've had the opportunity to get money from certain sources, but you don't want to take it because you're afraid you can't pay it back. What does that say? You're afraid. You're a chicken. (laughs) I, um, I, I just really would like to know what they did for the last two months in those supposed meetings for that first month of, of October, 
last year when they're really working their heads off and the people defend them. Oh, you know this guy was sitting with us yesterday. John Lip defends him, eh? Yeah. They worked their ass off. Little okay. Those guys really worked their ass off. Well, they still got asses on them. I can see that. Uh, uh, they, they, don't, <laughs> they don't get anywhere. They're That's just, very good. They, they come back the same location, the same situation. Well, and listen. Nothing's been done. These owners and presidents and governors forever have been firing people, hiring and firing people with little regard for those people because they say it's a results-based business, and that's fine. We're all on board with that. Guys, where's your results? Where are they? Get on the damn field. I don't care how hard you're working. Well, You've had 13 months to figure this out. It's indefensible if they don't play, so don't give yourself wiggle room that's to right. say it's because of the virus. <laughs> Thank I you, agree, Thank you. I'm... I'm, I'm I'm very upset because there's a lot of people that are looking up to them as leaders, and there's no results to go along with that. I had That's a good my friend take ours, this morning. A mutual good friend of ours, outstanding football man, tell me that Saskatchewan will go. It can go. The province, the problem thing that you and uh, he said you and Peterson have to worry about is who are they going to play? They're not going to enough teams there to play. Eastern teams don't want to play very badly. Well, what do they want to do? Well, they want to watch soccer, tiddlywinks, uh, cricket, everything else. So it's a problem with that. And uh, it's a real problem. I don't know how you get around that. Well, we had a guy in here yesterday sitting where John is. We were taping our weekend show for Access Now Television. His name's John Lip. And for those of you that don't know, he was the president of the Rough Riders in the mid-'90s. He brought the first-ever Grey Cup to Taylor Field in this town before 55,000 people. And what did he say? He said, there will be... Football for you to cheer for. There will be Rough Riders football in Mosaic Stadium in the years ahead. And if we are merged with the XFL, it's not the worst thing in the world. He's coming around to it. So yeah. whatever happens, this is what Larry Smith was saying. Don't talk to me about the XFL, which it sounds like Larry Smith doesn't know what's going on there. And that's fine. He's a conservative senator. It's not his job. He's no, saying what matters is this year. Yeah. And listen, from the phone calls that I've had this week, they're blowing this whole thing up by next year anyways. That's what's happening with the Canadian football. It's going to be blown up. It's going to be pretty much unrecognizable. Has Naylor t- hinted enough that you realize that now? Yeah. But, so, but where does that leave us in 2021? You can't throw these players, coaches, and staff to the wolves, and not to mention doing a slow dance with a sponsor when you have no intention of leaving the dance with them. It's the teasing is wrong. A disaster. Embarrassing and disaster. A major sport in Canada falling apart. Not there. One that unites the whole provinces, all the provinces. I still say I'm surprised the premiers of this country of ours, this great country, haven't got together and said, hey, no way. We got to have football here. I'm surprised that Mo hasn't. Because we think, well, I was, I said that before, and I thought, well, don't be so hard on the guy. He doesn't know much about football. Uh, being from Strasbourg, I guess, but I said, that's a low, low blow. Uh, but. He was there when, when uh, the previous mayor, mayor what, was, what was the guy, the premier? Oh, you lost me on this story. No, no, the, the, comments, the, premier, so. the, uh, the, the former premier. Um, Brad Wall. Wall, Wall. When Wall put this together, one of the key guys, Moe was his right-hand man in the government, one of the guys, so he knows all about the football. Moe knows all about the football. He knows how important it is. I don't know why those guys haven't got together with Kenny and the, and the guy in Manitoba who's really good. The guy in BC is a bit of a screwball. The guy in Ontario, I don't know, but and got made sure it happened. Doug Ford, you're talking about Brian Pallister. You're talking about the premiers. Like, can I bring this back? What? Get it on track again, yes. please. 
Craig James writes in. He says, uh, good afternoon, Rod and Canada from Orlando, Florida. Been watching a lot in the past few months, admiring and taking notes for our show. Keep up the awesome work. Well, thank you, Craig, for watching. I, I don't know that you would want to follow this, but uh, hey, be my guest. Donald Mitchell, the Navy man, says MLSC could write the check, but it seems they think they have a route to the NFL if the CFL dies. They are still dreaming. Um, you're getting warmed on. But they got a new stadium, Donnie. Remember uh, that now. Yeah, I said I'm bringing it back here. From Michael Joel Hansen on Twitter, he says, I don't, think, I don't think faith in MLSC is warranted when it comes to saving the CFL. Larry Tannenbaum has done everything he can to bring the NFL to Canada with the Bills and Toronto series to trying to then buy that same team to possibly move it. I think all MLSC sees is potential for money. Yeah, that's a pretty good statement. Yes, Go along you're with getting warm. It's and what weird. did I just say? This is all going to be blown up after this year anyways. But for the people that are currently in the CFL, the workers that have given their blood, sweat, and tears, they deserve better than to be dangled of what's going on right now. I hope uh, so be- that's John. We have the rest of the show here. i got to stay on track with a warm-up here for the Four Seasons Sports Palace. So to point two of the Quick Six Show Topics. National Hockey League Top 5. John, who do you think is the number one team in the National Hockey League right now? Who would you say it is? It's the Carolina Hurricanes. Thanks for playing. Tampa Bay. Uh, Number two, the New York Islanders. Number three, the Colorado Avalanche. Number four, the Tampa Bay Lightning. And number five, the Toronto Maple Leafs. Those are the top five in the NHL. Don't at me. Here are your bottom five, John. Are you ready? Bottom five of the National Hockey League. Number 27, the Columbus Blue Jackets. The winners of only two of their last 10 games. Surprising. The 28th team, the Calgary Flames. Oh, sad situation. The Ring of Fire. Very sad. How about that? They're now in the bottom five, the Calgary Flames. 29th team, the Detroit Red Wings. Yes. 30th team, the Ottawa Senators. Yep. The 31st team, the Buffalo Sabres. And Ottawa and Buffalo are ahead of Calgary now. Boy, that's got to be unbelievable. Unbelievable, boy. Take it to the bank. Oh. Uh, point three, Thursday NHL leftovers. I have one. The Oilers beat Ottawa. What was it? 3-1? Yep. I'm just putting this out for discussion, and Oilers fans are mad. Nine of the Oilers' 25 wins have come against the Ottawa Senators. Yeah. I know that. 9-0 and against Ottawa this year. People are writing me going, well, what are you saying? What are you saying about that? I'm saying they weren't against the Leafs. That's what I was saying. Because they said, well, we can only beat the teams that are below us. But you weren't beating the good teams. So I understand where the Leafs fans are coming from, and they're upset about that. But if you want to know what I'm saying by the fact that 9 of their 25 wins are against Ottawa, is that 9 of their 25 wins haven't come against the Toronto Maple Leafs. They've been schooled by the Maple Leafs this year. So you know what I'm saying. Uh, point four, frozen four results. Man, NCAA does not fool around, Lynch. Like, you lose once, you're gone. You're yep. done. Yep. So for the frozen four hockey tournament in Pittsburgh, it was Massachusetts undermanned UMass yep. beating Minnesota Duluth 3-2 in overtime. So there will be no three-peat for the Bulldogs. That was the one game. Ma- Massachusetts goes straight to the final. Yep. And then St. Cloud State beating Minnesota State 5-4 in the Battle of Minnesota. So St. Cloud State moving on against UMass for our American friends that are following American college hockey. Good hockey, though. Yep. Point five. DuPont will be in here later to talk about all the things that aren't related to what Lynch and I are talking about. And that includes the Masters. Justin Rose 
way out in front after day one. But they're not handing out checks after day one to anybody, not the golfers, not the poolies. But I will say my wife has Justin Rose in her pool. So we'll see how that goes. And then point six was uh, I had the Blue Jays have lost three straight, but I want to talk about something else other than that because it is Football Friday. And Tori Gurley, by the way, my screen's not working here, Clarks. You'll have to let me know when uh, when Tori's ready. And we're running out of time here in the warm-up for the four seasons. But just this NFL thing with Aaron Rodgers. I've been waiting all week to talk about it. I'm upset that he's upset. I'm angry, John, that Aaron Rodgers... <laughs> Here's the quote this week. He threw a wrench into the Packers' plans by having an MVP season last year. Aaron Rodgers. Oh, they tried to get rid of me. They drafted Jordan Love in the first round. But, hey, I went out and was the MVP. <laughs> a lot of truth in it. You what do you tell me on? You're on Aaron Rodgers' side. Well, I, I'm, I'm just saying. No, no, I'm just looking at the statement, the, the facts. He had a great year. He had a spectacular, probably his best, except for John, that well, Western uh, National Feed Final. This is what you and I talked about in the car ride up here. The moment you step on the field the first time as the starter, they're looking for your replacement. Oh, sure. And he did it to Favre. Why would, why would anybody listen in on Aaron Rodgers? And if you are that pouty pants about the fact they drafted a quarterback, then go play somewhere else. Yeah. But he won't go play somewhere else for a variety of reasons. But I'll tell you, the first time uh, Love goes on the field this year, he's going to get a start somewhere. Well, what's going to happen to Aaron Rodgers? Oh, yes. They'll show him the sidelines pouting, won't they? All the time, <laughs> eh? Yep. Yeah. Uh I'm going to read just a couple comments from Troy in Toronto from Sober Athletic, where it says, a golf shirt, Rod. Things must be heating up in the sweatpants capital. They are. I'll be wearing a uh, golf shirt probably the rest of the way. And what's it going to be, Lynch, today? 17? Yep, 17. Oh, best I'm day having of coffee outside tomorrow. Hottest day of the year. And from Jeff, the Stamps fan, says, normally I would accuse Rod of being a troll, putting Calgary so low, but I can't argue with him in this case. I'm actually trying to not appear like a troll. That's how badly I don't want to troll the Calgary Flames, but they haven't done anything to prove me wrong, and the Flames are now in the bottom five. What's wrong with them? We don't have time well, for that. Tori Gurley coming up next. This has been the warm-up for the Four Seasons Sports Palace. You're watching the RP Show on Game Plus TV, YouTube and Facebook Live, and 24-hour sports talk at rodpeterson.com. Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. Hey, honey, can you get one of the kids to show me how this Twitter thing works? Honey, I need to get on Instagram. Time for more of the Rod Peterson Show. Welcome back, everybody. Waiting for Tori Gurley to log in. So while we do, I'm going to read you a sports update on this Friday. David Fletcher, I'll take that. David Fletcher, thanks, Clark. David Fletcher had a two-run single in the 11th inning, and the L.A. Angels beat Toronto 7-5 in the first regular season game played at the Blue Jays' spring training ballpark in Dunedin, Florida. Vladdy and Kevin Biggio homered for the Blue Jays, who've lost three in a row. Devin Shore scored the winner. And Mike Smith made 39 saves as the Edmonton Oilers completed a nine-game season sweep of the host Ottawa Senators with a 3-1 victory. And the Winnipeg Jets kicked off a five-game road trip uh, road trip in style with a 4-2 victory over the Montreal Canadiens. No Wheeler, no problem. That's a good Montreal team they beat last night. 
Chris Boucher had a career-high 38 points to go along with 19 rebounds, but the depleted Raptors couldn't get past the Chicago Bulls, falling 122-113 in Tampa. Pascal Siakam added 27 points, but that was about it for the offense. Rookie Malachi Flynn got his first NBA start for the Raptors, who had only eight players available for the game. A big night for Canada's Brendan Botcher. He downed Norway's Stefan Wallstad 6-4 in the Men's World Curling Championship in Calgary. An important win for the host country because the top six teams at the conclusion of the preliminary round today advanced to the playoffs. Canada's currently tied with Scotland for fourth. And authorities in South Carolina say no motive has been established in a mass shooting believed to have been carried out by former NFL player Philip Adams. Officials in York County say Adams fatally shot five people before killing himself. He played in 78 NFL games over five seasons for six teams. This sports update for the Tap Brewhouse and drive through Liquor Store and for Red Bull Canada, Red Bull gives you wings. Oh. Tori's not joining us. He just texted me. The story I just read is one of Tori's best friends. So, wow. <laughs> How do you? Broadcasting. <laughs> I'm texting him back right now. What, that is weird timing. Are you ever kidding? So I'm literally, I'm literally reading it in the sports update, and I'm like, Tori, are you joining us? Just before I read it, he wrote, my friend committed suicide and sent the story. They played together at South Carolina. Wow. How about that, eh? Wow. Well, talking about Aaron Rodgers can wait. Hey? Yeah. So we'll kibitz back and forth with the viewers here and, and uh, sending our condolences to Tori Gurley. My God. I literally don't know what to say about that, folks. That is the, um, what you got here with live television. I'm speechless. And the interesting, <laughs> clearly so are you. Yeah. I mean, if we brought Clark out here, he would tell you that Tori was all fired up to, I don't even know what he wanted to talk about. Lynn said in the, he said he was going to bring the energy. He wanted to come on, and I don't know what that meant. And now here's DuPont coming into the room. Everything's gone off the rails here. What's up, dupes? Did you see the BCHL? What's the BCHL doing? Tell me. Yell it. Yell it. Confirmed your report. Oh, the BCHL has confirmed my report. Well, there we go. Where can I find it? How about that? CJHL's Twitter feed. Lynch, do you want to talk for a minute while I look this up? What is the CJHL's Twitter feed? That's CJHL hockey? You got it. Oh, here's their statement regarding the BC Hockey League. What the hell? Football's gone right off the rails here right now. Here it is. Thank you. The... Again, breaking news. The Canadian Junior Hockey League announced today that the British Columbia Hockey League has submitted a notice to withdraw their membership from the Canadian Junior Hockey League effective March 24th. 
The remaining nine leagues within the CJHL will continue with their commitment to player development through their partnership with Hockey Canada and its members, as well as the National Hockey League, which includes the presentation of the Centennial Cup National Championship, the World Junior A Challenge, and the CJHL Prospects Game. And that's the statement. So I guess, what do we say to those that say, Rod, this has been talked about for 20 years. You're wrong. What do, what do we say to them? Told you so. <laughs> Man. What a day. What a day. What a five minutes, eh? <laughs> you think? <laughs> what a, well, and I'm going to try to bring this back on track, but Kim Johnston's watching in Medicine Hat with regarding the story here of Philip Adams. He, he says, such a tragedy. Jason and Red Deer says, sad news for sports fans, family, and of course, Tori. So this is one of his close friends. I'm going to read it again, because when I read it, I didn't realize what I was reading. Authorities in South Carolina say no motive has been established at a mass shooting believed to have been carried out by former NFL player Philip Adams. Officials in York County say Adams fatally shot five people before killing himself. Adams played in 78 NFL games over five seasons for six teams. He joined the 49ers in 2010 as a seventh-round draft pick out of South Carolina State, which is where... Tory played. I'm sitting here shocked right now. And then his close friend was lined up to join us in this time slot right now, and he can't join us. And then the BC Hockey League thing comes down too. And I guess that was my commentary today, by the way, just on Cat Country. Am I, do I, and you, John, completely have it wrong trying to find a way for the CFL to return to play when something like this happens or... As I promoted today at 4 o'clock p.m. Mountain, we've got the Regina Pats playing the Brandon Weekings in Connor Bedard's last game because he's going home to his, be with his family because his grandfather was tragically killed Tuesday. I mean, you do get reminded by things like this. What is the most important? Yeah. He's really upset about that. They were very close. He's going to go home. He's not going to go, I don't think, for the Canadian junior team. Um, yeah, he loved his grandfather. I can see those kind of relationships. I know what they're like. So... Uh, I can understand. I, I'm with him 100%. I mean, he was really upset by it. And his grandfather really supported him. He thought he was responsible for a lot of his success. And uh, it's heartbreaking. How do those things happen, those crazy car accidents? I can't oh, tell it's, you. Uh, you know, you know how you and I have these talks. It's the devil, John. Yeah, the devil. Well, I think you're more right than wrong. That's the part that gets uh, I know. You want another breaking news? What? There's well, God, but there is a devil. <laughs> so if you want to know how evil things happen on this planet, that's why. Yeah. Sorry to give you a little sermon here this morning. But I, the reason being, when the Humboldt Broncos crash happened, I was so distraught, like everybody. And I was asking questions to, would you say clergy, I guess? People of the cloth, as my mom would say. How could this happen in God's world? And one of them said to me, there's a devil too, Rod. And it was like the sun came up. I mean, well, that, that answers everything. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> and I'm well, sorry. You answered it for me. I know I was saying, telling about my experience with my grandson and everything. And that uh, yeah, was a great answer. Because I said it wasn't logical. How well, could I, didn't, I, could I, I didn't come up with it. Well. I'm just passing it along. But it really answers a lot of questions. So when you talk about how does Garth Bedard, Connor's grandfather, get killed in this car crash, it's so senseless. It makes no sense. Well, there's evil too. You know, so, uh, man, did this show take a, 
<laughs> weird turn. You know, and on the flip side, by the way, I'll go back to where we started this 30 minutes ago when I said there was pending huge positive news coming down the pipe with regards to the Canadian Football League. A guy on Twitter who I have a lot of respect for, CFL on Reddit, he's worked in the CFL. He remains anonymous, but I, we go back and forth on, on DM. And I said, what's your news? And it had to do with positive news getting on the field for the CFL this year. And then he deleted the tweet. <laughs> and uh, I've been going back with, a, with another CFL insider here. And he's like, this is uh, it's premature. There is no good positive news today. Not, not imminent today for how the CFL is going to play in 2021. 20, so you started the show saying it was going to be a great day. Well, you lied. <laughs> we bounced around for two months that CFL imminent with an announcement, and an important announcement. And imminence never came. Yeah. Never got here. Yeah. Uh, very distressing. It's embarrassing for the Canadian Football League. That's the only league that united the whole, con- a whole country. So I can't see why the premiers can't get together with the prime minister can and say, hey, you got to have football. you got to have the Canadian Football League. It's a Canadian uniter. It's great for the football people. It's great for the fans of Saskatchewan. Uh, the, the funds they have at Grey Cup games are a ball. Now, I'll have all these, any of these premiers been to a Grey Cup game. Do they know what it's about? I wonder how much they know and understand how important football is. I wonder if Trudeau knows how important football uh, is. Yeah, and let me, let me just stop. I'm sorry, John, because you're making good points. I just want to read some of the viewers' comments before we break. Larry Dye in Medicine Hat says, We live in a fallen world. Genesis chapter 3. Um, Ryan McCarthy, watching in Albany, New York, says, The Rod Peterson Show, come for the sports, stay for the theology lessons. <laughs> it's just what I think. I'm not giving anybody lessons here. This is how I'm able to get through life. And when people ask me questions like that, th- th- these are my answers. I'm not saying it's right. Wayne and Victoria says, Rod, you have a sports show that has to go on. Of course, we all feel bad about it. I know, Wayne. That's why I'm sitting here talking. But for once, put yourself in my chair. When the spit hits the fan, in, uh, right out of the, you know, you got a guest dropping out of the way because his best friend just killed five people and himself. Can you give me 30 seconds to backpedal and digest this? <laughs> That's when, another case of the unimportant, unimportant or the dangerous, unscary Rod Peterson's uh, adventures in timing. Can I say it like that? <laughs> oh, I know. Who would believe it? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's right. Uh, that's unbelievable. It is. Well, and, and this is like John in uh, Winnipeg. Get my thing. Ohm, John Ohm. Says, I agree, friends. He give me one premier to stand up and help the CFL. Come on, man. Um, it's not the premier's jobs to save the CFL. They can't if they want. And I'm sorry to break this to you. And Darren Dreger, thank God, of all people, came on here this week and said, look, (laughs) the governments have bigger fish to fry. Well, that's their opinion. But it's... Okay, you get the CFL on the field then, because the, pre, because the premiers are busy dealing with a health crisis right now, not OHL draft-eligible players getting them onto the ice. But football is exceptional. Come on. It's yeah, a great sport. You've lost me, John. And by the way, I am not interested on anybody's take 
on God. Because everybody's writing in with their thoughts on religion and faith. Listen, I just gave mine. I don't want yours. And if I can say another thing, this health guy said to me, remember way back in the summertime, Darren saw it because the email came into the website. He's like, Rod, I didn't come to your website for your opinions on health, so I would please, you're not an expert, stop. And I've been thinking about that for like six minutes. He's like, stay out, keep your nose out of the health business. And I'm like, I got to listen to thousands of people's crappy sports opinions every day that don't know what they're talking about. So why can't I give my opinion on health, even though I'm not a doctor? Didn't stop anybody else. <laughs> Does that make sense? Sure. Very much so. Very much so. I think that it's BS that the CFL is held off the field and they're not getting a check from the governments in lieu of that. That's wrong. That's my opinion. And if they find a way to be able to play, they should be able to do it. Well, the truth is not. Yeah. Several of those premiers don't know what a football is. <laughs> <laughs> You're killing me. <laughs> well, we'll be right back. Yeah. We'll be right back. What what a day. What a day. How about that? It's the RP Show. Game Plus TV, YouTube and Facebook Live and 24-hour sports talk at rodpeterson.com. Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. Did you know you can catch all the best moments from the show on all our social media platforms? Now, back to the studio with Rob. Okay, welcome back, everybody. <laughs> it's, it's gone crazy today. Uh, what is the news? The Canadian Junior Hockey League has, re- has confirmed my scoop that the BC Hockey League is leaving Canada. That reminds me of the joke. <laughs> this will upset the Maritimers. It's an old joke, okay? It's not my joke. Why are they so excited uh, in, in Newfoundland to have Quebec separate? They'll be three hours closer to Toronto. Okay. <laughs> That's terrible. Yeah, I'm sorry. Um, on the CFL thing, like BC's not separating, okay? They're not breaking it off. Just the teams are going into their own league. Regarding the CFL's return, Jack Fulton, not sure about how uh, other provinces are doing it, but here in Alberta, our premier is battling what appears to be the largest outbreak of the COVID we've seen. His own party is divided, so CFL football is the last thing on his mind. Sad. Yeah, it is. Uh, No, I know. I just just want to get through these... uh, William May writes in, he says, there is a reason why the CFL is called a Bush League. It has been on life support for a very long time, and as a fan, I'm to a point that I can't keep supporting it if they can't get something going one way or another. Boy, that's right on. That guy, William May's right on. I know, and that's what I've been saying. Habs for Life in Vancouver is watching on YouTube. He says, we need the CFL. If Texas and Florida can do it, then we are being held in the dark. Well, don't, you can't compare British Columbia versus Florida or Saskatchewan versus Texas. They are apples and oranges, and they're not the same. (laughs) Um, But despite that fact, we've got the National Hockey League playing in this country. We've got Major Junior being played in this country. 
We've got other leagues being played in this country. I'll go back for those of you that might have just turned your televisions on and the way back at the start. I've been defending the CFL to the people that say they're the only big league not playing, the only pro league not playing. And I'm like, well, that's not true. The NLL's not playing. The CEBL's not playing. Or, sorry, they did play. Um, but they're in a different class. It's not the same. But CFL, you've had 13 months. And are you big boys or are you not big boys? What are you? That's my point. D- d- despite all these COVID numbers of what's going on in Ontario and Alberta, they have not shut down the National Hockey League. And I might remember... Or, or remind you, remember how big the news was, John, a couple months ago that, oh, the Oilers have submitted a proposal to the Alberta government to allow fans in the arena in April. Yep, that's right. Where are we? April, eh? There's the getting fans in there is the furthest freaking thing from their mind. Yep. And the thing with the Canadian Football League, because it is our number one topic on this show. I really want them to play. But you know what? You guys got to stop jerking people around. And if it's not going to happen, say it. They're at a point now where after 13 months of waiting, John, the fans, let alone the players, coaches, and staff, deserve an answer. They deserve an answer by now. Well, what's the training camp start? Three weeks? Month? We went over this in the car. Okay, a month. A month, right? Five weeks. Okay, five weeks. Okay. Well, that's that's... That is not happening. <laughs> like, what's taking them so long? My guess is it's, oh, we're too busy. We're too di- busy dealing with governments and dealing with this to, 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 to notify the players of the public what's going on. That would be my guess of the way they're looking at it. But that's not right either. Some guys on the board don't really give a damn. Come on. They, they, don't, want, they don't want to make a conclusion. They didn't have a board like the Saskatchewan Rough Riders always had. The top guys in town, the businessmen who wanted football, and they really worked at it and got it done. That's not the the the, the, the 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 whole league isn't like that. CFL is not like that. They've got some guys like that. A lot of guys they had a dragon. Come on, it's a thing to do to be in the board. Well, I'm not a football fan. Well, they drag a guy on and say he'll make a lot of business connections that way, and you go to big parties and have a great time, have a good time, and more fun. They're in it for themselves and a lot of laughs, not so, for the good of the team. So and the you'll league. have a lot of fun, and that's the way they think. That's about. a fact. Yeah, sad. Not, um, not, not in this province. The guys on this executive are fantastic. <laughs> sure. Uh, Jeff Kabilis in Winnipeg says, dangling the carrot in front of us is the CFL. Well, at, at some point, they needed to step up and say it's over. Jack Fulton watching in Vulcan, Alberta says, winners make it happen, losers let it happen. <laughs> what do you think about that? Very Francis? well put, Jack. Right on. Right on. And we had we used to have exec, an executive of winners on. We had one of them here the other day. Uh, guys that John Lip. Yeah, John Lip. They go out and make it happen. Remember John Lip back then, and I think I knew you then, said he's going to bring, as, as, a, as, a, as the president of the Rough Riders back in 1991, he said he's going to bring the Grey Cup to Saskatchewan. And we all, all said, come on, Lip. Go, don't be so crazy. Who do you think you are? Don't tell anybody that. And he did. He got a lot of help. He got a lot of help. from got a Roy Romano. Some, a lot of people. And he finally got that great cup to Rignana. Gord Stason helped him. Yeah. And fantastic. I mean, uh, there wasn't a hope. Crazy to do, but he's the type of guy who would do it. Uh, a lot of guys in that executive were, were the same kind of character. But the Canadian Football League doesn't have those guys who really give a damn. 
because football isn't that big a thing to them. And it isn't you're talking that, about volunteer yeah. board members volunteer, and governors that volunteer. are volunteers and governors that you've never seen That's right. through the start of this whole crisis that the CFL finds itself in. Uh, I'm just going through some of these comments here. Michael Alley's watching in Los Angeles. He says, way to recover, Rod. Live TV, eh? Hang in there. Uh, Tory Gurley was a no-show today, and I asked where he is, and he was good friends with Philip Adams, who killed five people and then himself in South Carolina. And that understandably threw us for a bit of a loop here. Um, Ivan Diablo in uh, Southern Ontario, he's a Ticats fan, says Buono would have prepared a far better application for a loan from the feds. I think Ambrosi is working hard to kill the CFL. Ivan, are you going to listen to reason? Wally Buono wouldn't have been anywhere near an application for a loan or a grant. Nowhere near it. Right, John? Right. Right. The football people aren't doing this. The football people aren't the problem. It's the business people. And Randy Ambrosi, come on, you guys, listen to what I'm saying. Larry Smith said it in the interview on TSN. The commissioner is a servant for the owners. It's the owners, it's the owners, it's the owners. They've always been the problem, they're still the problem, and the commissioner is just a figurehead. That's why there's been six in my time working in the Canadian Football and League. I got six. To- I got told about the board in Calgary a while ago. There's four guys on that board, and a friend of mine told me, hey, they told him, oh, I haven't been to a football game for 10 years. Well, I guess I'll go to him. It may be a thing to do. The other guy said, he's, he's back in town. Oh. Hey, okay, oh, I think I'll join the board. Yeah, it might be Lynch, fun to do. we're over time. We'll be right back. Okay, viewer takeover next. You're watching the RP Show on Game Plus TV and listen live at rodpeterson.com. Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. Send us your opinions now. We won't victimize you unless you really deserve it. Now, back to your host, Rod Peterson. Welcome back, everybody. Uh, It's viewer takeover, and I'm just going to hand it over to you because this day is just gone (laughs) right off the rails. Perry Puchkowski writes in. He's watching on Facebook. Hey, Perry. His question is, hey, Roddy, what channel is your show on with Sastel Max? It's on channel 427. High definition, Game Plus Television. Thank you for watching. Shout out to, uh, by the way, shout out to Wayne Rosnowski. He's watching in Lethbridge every day. Hockey guy, media guy. I got to be honest with you. This is a big day because the Canadian Junior Hockey League has confirmed, the BC Hockey League has informed them that they are breaking off from their league and moving to form their own Super League. And. I'm not chastising Wayne per se, but he was one of the guys that said, oh, all right, this has been around for, this rumor's been around for years. Today it happened. And we reported it first weeks ago and got summarily trounced and trampled on, which I'm used to. Who was the guy, Clark, in Alberta that called me a crappy journalist as I clean it up for network television? No, I know his name's Tyler King. I was, it was a rhetorical question. <laughs> uh, Dar Netzel's watching on YouTube. He says, it's also on Sastel Channel 127 for Game Plus. Yes, but HD, because you want to see all of Lynch. 
You want to see that Wheaton Kia logo right on his golf shirt there in high definition. It's on 427. <laughs> now, back on track because it is a Flame Tech Football Friday and, and things have just gone for pot. Let's get it back on the rails. Jeff, the Stamps fan, obviously I have a tremendous amount of uh, respect for you for being here every day, even though you're a Stamps fan. He said, I could care less if the Stampeder board members are CFL fans or not. It's not relevant to the business. We got a late runner for the dumbest thing said all week. I don't care if the people on the Stampeder board are CFL fans or not. Do you want to retract that? I'll give you, I'll give you a minute to retract that. You don't want the people on your board to be fans of the league or the sport that you're playing? John, <laughs> John, that's amazing. Do you, do, you, do you know why community-owned, board-run organizations usually have the most problems? And by the way, Calgary's not community-owned. That's a corporation. There is a difference, i.e. the people that work in that corporation, it's their job. But teams that have volunteer board members that go and run the co-op or go and run the uh, veterinary clinic? Yep. That think that they're Jerry Jones? <laughs> you think the guys that are busy running the flames with Calgary Sports and Entertainment, that they don't know the first thing about football is a good thing? Do you actually believe that? Then you are so out of touch with what's going on with the Calgary Stampeders or the Canadian Football League at large. That's what's the story right there. So out of touch. That's what the story is right there. I mean, it's... You got people out selling sideline ads for the Calgary Stampeders advertisements that don't even go to the damn games because they're Flames fans. My God. Well, it's everything coming to a head. Eh? A sad, explosive head. What is? That's the whole football thing. It could be exploding. I hope it doesn't. It's going to come on. I think it's going to, the whole situation going to be settled for this year within the next month. Would you agree? Yeah. Within, which is what? The CFL announces it's folding within yeah. the next month or announces that? It's going to go off full, full blast for this year. They're going to play? Yeah. What would lead you to believe that? Me. <laughs> I just. It's stop. a feeling that you have. I, I want it to be. Yeah, no, you're, no you're, you're biased. I am. You're I, biased. Yeah. You're, not, you're not thinking with a clear mind. I'm honest. I want it to be that way. Yes, I'm not. You're absolutely right. Thank you. I want it to be that way, but it probably Jack. won't. In Vulcan, Alberta, Rod, you are right on the money. A trailblazer always leads the pack, will be the first to face the fire. Keep doing what you do. And the funny thing is, this is freaking child's play for what I've been through in my life. This is nothing in terms of stress. So I'll be just fine because I know and trust in my sources. Maybe people will start listening. Next hour, Jamie Lees from Craft Hockeyville, Lumsden. Dave Campbell, the color voice of the Edmonton football team. Stick around after this break. You're watching on Game Plus and listen live. RodPeterson.com. For more Rod Peterson On Demand, visit RodPeterson.com. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, 
for the ones who get it done.